Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and I'm just running out a quick podcast before I get on a plane and head off to Las Vegas for four days. I'm very excited. So today, let's talk about trying new things. Now, going to Vegas may not be a new thing for me. Anyone that knows me locally knows that my husband and I used to go sometimes four times a year, but those days are sort of past us. We've kind of been there, done that, and then we just wanted other adventures. I wanted bigger vacations, you know, less little weekends away that were all $1,000 each and a good $5,000 vacation or something like that. And so we just haven't been going to Las Vegas the last few years. And as it turned out, Keith had no vacation uh, left this year and we're because we're going away in November and we go away in the summer always to our to our family lake property and it was like well I'm not gonna lie I'm a little sad right now in the fact that it is gorgeous outside but if I stayed home I would just do work and I really need a break that I do understand however when I booked the vacation a few weeks back it was still pouring rain here in the lower mainland and it was just so depressing it was like mid-May and I'm like is it ever going to stop So what are you doing to try new things? And when I say try new things, the reason I bring this up today is this. This September, I will have been married 15 years. Uh, Next month, I will have known my husband for 18 years. We started dating in June of uh, 18 years ago. I was going to say the year. I'm like, I have no freaking clue. Um, Do the reverse, uh, 2009, I guess. No, I mean, 1999, right? It's 2017. Yeah, uh, 1999. That's hilarious. That would have been the big year of the Y2K when I, yeah, I guess I was dating him when my clients were all flipping out because they were afraid their computer programs were going to end and um, they'd lose all their data and the world was going to end, but it didn't. Say la vie. So yes, we've been together for 18 years and other than, hmm, really other than my five weeks in England or four weeks and five weeks in England, a number of years ago that was both business and pleasure, we have never really traveled apart. Now, before Keith, of course, you know, I am a, I've been a single mother, I was, I'm an independent woman, and uh, I've always made a living that allowed me to do a little bit of traveling, and I've had a great time at it, of it. But the thing was, or the thing is, you get used to the life that you live. You get used to the habits that you start, in, you know, partaking in. You get used to that companionship. So the reason I mention that is, this is the first time I've gone anywhere without Keith on a plane for, for a long time. And like I say, other than that one big trip, um, probably many years before that. So it may seem very silly to you if you're a very confident traveler, and normally I very much am. I used to travel for business and everything quite extensively. And uh, no, not anymore. And I have to say I'm having a little anxiety. Now, there's a little bit of other things playing into that. I struggle with memory issues now and I'm going to be starting a new um, supplement regime that we're hoping to kind of get on top of that. And I'll tell you guys all about that later because I'm thinking of being a, an affiliate of that company. I just love companies that are usually driven by somebody's personal need. Like I carry the True Hope Vitamins and they when the website's up and running, you guys will be able to just go right online and order them if you're in Canada. But they are designed for mental clarity and mood and health enhancement. Why? Because a gentleman had that personal need in his family. 
and in fact, in a segue, trying new things and, and living life. And actually part of my devotion, I thought I checked the book today, was let the past slip away. It has been a very sad weekend for us in our neighborhood and the fact that uh, dear friends and the people that we know through them lost their 15-year-old son this weekend. He, uh, he jumped off a bridge in our, in our area and killed himself. And it is devastating. It is devastating to the family. It is devastating to those who are involved. This, there were issues, and the parents could see these things coming on, and, and in fact, there had been some issues recently. But when someone decides that that's their only avenue out at 15 years of age, because the thing with kids, guys, is they don't truly, their brains aren't fully wired yet. Kind of like a dog that's until they're two years old, we always joke that their brain stem isn't developed. Well, teenagers before they reach 18 or 19, for the most part, their wiring is still being mapped. And so often today, kids don't realize that this too shall pass and tomorrow is another day and this is not the end of the world. High school is freaking not the end of the world. But we all thought it was when we were going through it. So it really made me think. It made me very grateful for the friends I have in my life. It made me grateful that I had this opportunity to go away and have a little fun and some rest and relaxation to also feed my mind, body, and spirit. Now, you may laugh and say, in Vegas? Well, the thing is, when you've been going to Vegas for 14 years... <laughs> All that wow that people go, that's sort of, that's just not my experience in Vegas anymore. I've been, we've done it all, okay? So we've seen the shows and done the gambling and, and come home at four in the morning and, you know, gone with friends and we have, we've kind of, we've done Vegas so often. We're now, I go to Vegas because there's nowhere you can go for $500 round trip. There just isn't. <laughs> there's just, where I can sit by a pool and have cocktail, a cocktail brought to me. I can have a beautiful room that I couldn't afford on in any other city on the planet. And I've started staying at a beautiful hotel called the Downtown Grand on Fremont Street. Now, from what I understand, Steve Wynn's right-hand man, the man that built the Wynn, which is where Keith and I almost always have gone for years now. We love the Wynn Encore. I love, I just love the classiness of it. I love this, the subtlety of it. It's not overtly Vegas like a lot of the big hotels are. It's just uh, very understated but beautiful. And we did our, when we renewed our vows five years ago, that's where we, we did it. And it was just, we just really enjoy that. I enjoy, let me rephrase that. I enjoy that hotel and that's where my husband takes me because he knows how much I love it. We love their pool. They have a European bathing pool so children aren't allowed there. And it's, it's just been lovely and we've enjoyed it for years. But Vegas isn't quite as, um, as, as a freebie zone as it used to be. The economy is doing a bit better. And Steve Wynn's right-hand man bought the lucky lady down off Fremont Street and took it to stud. And he literally revamped it from the floor up, ground up, and it is gorgeous. Where some of the other hotels, the Plaza and the D, and a few other the other ones, they have had new paint jobs, new um, new carpets, new furniture, but there's still the smaller, dark little rooms that they always were. Where the the downtown Grand is, it's a boutique hotel. It's it's on a segment. It's over a road actually, so it's got a causeway where they have a little grocery store, a little commissary, little place to eat. So you're not feeling like you have to be eating in re a big, expensive restaurant every day. The pool is beautiful, you know, for what it is. I mean, it's not the win, but it, for what it is, it's stunning. The staff is exceptional, and it's affordable. And I'm getting that level of service without some of maybe the little extras, okay? Maybe there aren't every toiletry you can imagine sitting in the room when I arrive with robes and a spa. Those things are really high overhead for hotels. So those little, some of those little things are missing and there's not a ton of restaurants on site, but I love the casino. It's smaller, it's got some pretty loose slots and I just love the service I get there and the room is beautiful. So I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And uh, wow, I got really off on a train of thought here. And I'm excited, but I have to say I'm a little nervous. So now that with some of my memory issues, I'm just a little worried, you know, and I'm overtired. I just didn't sleep last night. And I'm thinking, okay, I made up my mind that it was time that I did things I wanted to do. Keith, we're just at different places in our life right now in our 50s that we don't always have the same time off and the same desire to do the same things. And that is okay. It doesn't mean we have a bad marriage. It doesn't mean we don't love each other. It's just that... There's things I just want to do. And if I want to zip off to Vegas for four days and sit by a pool with a book, uh, slip maybe down to the outlet stores. I'm not a shopper. I Actually, I'm one of those weird women that just loathe it. But Vegas is where I do shop. And I have not gone clothes shopping in two years. So they have this gorgeous outlet down on Fremont Street. So Fremont Street, although at nighttime can be very noisy, it's just not as glitzy, glammy, and expensive as the main strip. So that was sort of the point I was getting to, why this hotel sort of appeals to me. And like I say, they did a beautiful job with it. So your, your life changes about where you want to spend your money and how you want to you know live. But I still love a beautiful hotel room. I love beautiful service. And I know that if I want to go somewhere, I grab an Uber and I head to the Strip and there's beautiful restaurants. And that, there's half a dozen gorgeous restaurants right on Fremont Street. There's the most amazing uh, Italian and steakhouse in the Golden Nugget that is just to die for. Anyways, okay, moving on. Oh, and I have to mention that in case, in case you are a Vegas person, down on Fremont Street at the other end, all the way to the El Cortez now, they've cleaned up the whole strip and there's a container park down there that is built for families and kids, big jungle gym. There is a uh, stage, open grass area, but all these containers make this like little shopping mall where there's wine bars and hot dog stands and ice cream parlors, places to grab inexpensive food. But the nice thing is not only does it anchor the end of Fremont Street, but everything from the Fremont experience down to the container park is now a little safer. Those businesses have sort of started to turn over. The police presence is there. So it's just good to know. Anyways, let's leave Vegas alone. That is so my little, my husband's going to come home at noon and get me off and make sure that you know that I haven't left the trunk full of things while I pass across the border because I fly out of Bellingham. I never fly out of Canada. It's too expensive that I've got my ID, I've got my money, just just to, I'm into teamwork. I had a great time on the weekend and uh, last couple days of last week with some work people as well, brainstorming. And I just love to brainstorm. I may be a bright person, but I can't think of everything. That's just absolutely ridiculous if you think you can actually. So never underestimate the power of, of brainstorming and having other people bring in on your dreams. Now where you have to be careful, and I've spoken on this before, is not having a bunch of naysayers around you that are always down on your plans. You want to be surrounded by people that think outside the box. People that want to have their own adventures and try new things. Okay? Because trying new things expands your horizons, your perspective, your brain. It's a good, good thing. In fact, I had to laugh and it's it's been quite interesting here in, in North America on the pro and con of this. So in the late 80s, one of the big movies in Hollywood was Dirty Dancing. And they remade it for television with some of the newer stars and things like that. And I'm sort of on the fence about it, but they made seven or eight or nine, I think they said on the, in, the, um, in the article, there was eight major changes to the storyline. And I loved every single one of them. I loved the character development of the parents. I loved that everyone wasn't kind of black and white like things were back then where you either were a mean person or a good person. You know what? Everybody has shades of gray, okay? So I really enjoyed the character development. I loved, the, excuse me, the live music. It wasn't all just canned. These people actually sang. So these young new stars that are upcoming in Hollywood really gave us some good vocal talent. So I really enjoyed it. But there was this, um, a new line that wasn't in the first movie and it's by Baby. And instead of when she hands over the money for the operation for the girl that got into trouble to Johnny, the dance instructor, 
I can't remember what happened in the first movie, but it was just kind of charity. But this time they kind of changed the plot a little bit and Johnny wouldn't take it. And she says, well, it's for dance lessons because you're going to teach me to dance. So instead of them teaching her how to dance to fill in, they started with the dance lessons up front. It was way too much money for dance lessons. But the point was, he goes, why do you want to learn to dance? And I loved her response because she's a bit of a bookworm. She goes, because learning new things uh, helps prevent... She didn't say dementia, but basically mental fatigue and and keeps your clarity up and keeps your brain sharp. So she was like being this textbook, textbook scientific answer to, I want to learn to dance because trying new things ensures that you stay sharp. And I thought, okay, that was that was good off the cuff. But actually, folks, it's very true. It is very true. And by the way, my my what I will say about Dirty Dancing in the remake is your kids should watch this version versus the old one. For those of us my age, no one's ever going to touch Patrick Swayze. I'm sorry. Just, it's just never going to happen. But I did enjoy the better rounded character development and some of the lessons these young people and older people were learning in the movie. And I think your children of this generation, if they are into that sort of thing, this, this version of it, I think is just a little more inclusive. Well, actually, it's a lot more inclusive. If you, if you end up watching it, you'll know what I mean. But I just find it... Um, there just wasn't the black and white of, you know, no one's all good, all bad. Anyways, moving on from that. I'm a bit nattery today. So I did not sleep last night. I'm a little manic today. I'm aware of that I'm manic. And it's sort of like another good reason why I'm glad my husband's coming home at noon just to see me off to make sure that I'm not getting into that vehicle and get to the border with no with no passport or, you know, I've forgotten my plane ticket or my phone's not tried. Who knows? I just worry a little bit. But as much as... I felt that I I didn't know why I wasn't sleeping, but my husband this morning, because you're just so excited. Maybe he's right, but at 2.30, I woke up after four hours of sleep and dozed till 5.30 and then just called it a day, got up, had an ionic foot bath, had a pedicure, did my nails, got myself ready, unpacked, and now I'm working on some client stuff. We'll be fine. But trying new things expands your comfort zone. So if you have really noticed lately that you are doing one of two things, because that's what I'm going to talk about, just a quick little um, meditation from Melody Beattie today about uh, letting the past slip away. You are, you are either got tunnel vision and you are not thinking outside the box any longer. And you have a way too many things that are just no in your life or unacceptable or I can't do that. And those are just language I hate to hear. Absolutely hate to hear that that, that terminology and that, that verbiage coming out of people's mouths because it's not true. It's a lie that you have bought into. You are capable. You are in, um, in, uh, not entitled. You are deserving. And it is an amazing thing to step outside your comfort level and step into a little bit of fear. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And in fact, I encourage you very, very much. The other thing besides not thinking outside the box and not ever stepping out of your comfort zone is not letting the past slip away. So you cannot lose love. You don't need to hang on to it so tightly. If the lesson has been learned and it's time to move on, let the past slip away. Come into the present moment. I'm reading here, by the way. Discover all that there is. Clinging to the lessons, people, and feelings from yesterday will keep you tired confused and afraid and there's you know as much as I consider myself a fairly aware person there's still times when that default just settles in kind of like when I podcasted the other day about my sarcasm or when I just kind of get snipey it's learned behavior from what I saw growing up 
and you've got to make a choice not to talk to other people that way. You also need to make a choice not to feel certain ways or to let something go. It's a choice. Very little in life. I mean, some things just over time, you know, whether you like it or not, the river's still flowing and your boat's going to go in a different, to a different dock. It's just, that's just the deal. But if you're steering the boat, you're going to see a lot more docks and a lot more fun. But no matter what, you're still the leaf on the, on the wind. You're still the, the needle on the water. You're, gonna, you're moving and life is going to change on you whether you want it to or not. And that's where a lot of people really struggle. They don't like change. They don't want to think outside the box. They, don't, they just don't want to try new things. But life is movement. We are evolving as a planet, as a species, as individuals, as energetic beings. Evolution is real. I, I used to get very frustrated, even as being raised as a super duper hardcore Christian where, you know, do you know why Christians don't have sex standing up? Because it might lead to dancing. Okay. Whether you laugh at that or not, the thing was, I grew up with the most ridiculous set of rules of do's and don'ts that had nothing to do with Christianity whatsoever. I'm sorry. Since when is dancing a sin? David danced before the Lord, drinking wine. Um, there was just wearing lipstick. My mother, you weren't allowed to teach Sunday school if you wore lipstick. I mean, this is just judgmental crap that self-righteous people just put their little rules and regulations so they can weed out people that they don't want around them. Let that crap go, please. It's absolutely just, you have no, one day I might just podcast and, but I think the problem would be no one would ever listen to me again because I would just spew. I can't even begin to tell you the some of the anger and regret I feel about some of the ridiculousness that I was raised with my with my religious beliefs however I do believe in religion so the sorry I got off on a tangent there Ooh, rain that in Shelley the point is I've always believed in evolution it's a scientific fact people but people wanted to when I was in high school in the 80s it was creation or evolution and it was like it was some two different things I absolutely believe that there is a divine energetic being um, that God created me in his image. I, there's no doubt in my mind about that. You don't have to believe that, but I do. But that still doesn't change the fact that genetically and uh, scientifically, we're all evolving. We adapt to our surroundings. Animals over thousands of years can, can completely change physio physiologically. There we go. And I'm just, I'm just really noticing today that I'm slurring. I feel like I'm slurring. I'm just overtired and just getting any, my muscles to move and to get clarity is, I'm really struggling with that today. Nothing in Nero, which is a little drink mix I use with rhodiola in it, can't fix before I get on the plane. I think we'll leave the drinking till tomorrow because I think if I drank on the plane, they would have to pour me off it. I wouldn't find my way to my hotel. Um, so we evolve. It, it's just, it's just nature adapts. If it didn't, we would have killed this planet already. We'd all be extinct and it would be done. So you sometimes have to find a way to marry facts and faith. And a lot of people really struggle with that. So back to uh, the meditation for today. Shed the tears that need to be shed. There is absolutely nothing wrong, folks with going through your emotions. You need to. In fact, too many people keep that crap all locked down and that is just not healthy. You need to express, you need to feel. Now, pain is awful. And like I said earlier with our, our acquaintances of friends that have lost their son this past week, there is nothing that's going to change the pain they're going through. And there's no, no force on earth that's gonna stop that pain and they have to go through it because only time heals. 
and there's a young other young children stepchildren involved everyone should just be in counseling as far as I'm concerned right now for grief counseling and learn to deal with their emotions because emotions are very overwhelming when you're younger they can be very overwhelming when you get older and that's where a lot of people now in our fast-paced world have a lot, a lot of anxiety we live under a lot of stress and these things need to be managed but you also just need to acknowledge them and go through them I am very different today dealing with my emotions than I was younger my emotions ruled my life and I had very little control over them I was either clamped right down trying to be the perfect daughter or I'd break free and all hell would break loose and it was just like and then I go back into the super duper control like I'm a control freak well you know I've let a lot of that go as I've gotten older and more mature as I recognize why I am the way I am why I react and how I'm going to react I know it's something my son and I work with in his life there are certain things that he knows he's going to react that way he may not like it may not want to but the bottom line is right now there's a certain hardwiring that we react to certain situations be aware of it that way you can choose how you respond you may not always re-choose how you react to it but you can choose how you respond and that is the maturity in the life lesson okay then say your goodbyes be glad you had the experiences you did be grateful for all you've learned about yourself about love then gently move into today today stop believing in loss start believing in life let the past slip away and gently come into the now so that was the uh, journey to the heart that was the meditation for today and I'm a big firm believer in that it is definitely more of how I live my life now than I did you know many years ago when I was much younger you're also when we're younger we, we do have we do tend to get a little bit of tunnel vision because we're on a path you know we're raised with the fact that we need to whatever it may be in your home it may be very different but I was quite traditional I need to get an education I need to get married and have children and raise those children and and have a career and buy a house and pay that house off and plan for my retirement and blah you know there's like this list that goes on well do you know what throw the list away make sure that you know what your dreams are and be open to change because let me tell you how much the adage of while you make plans God laughs is true <laughs> The universe often has way different ideas about how your life is going to look and how it's going to turn out than how you think it's going to at the age of 15 or 14 years of age even at 21 sometimes even at 31. okay I think I've nattered on enough um remember please try new things and if you have a spouse that has no desire to travel and it has always been your your dream don't sit at home save your money plan a trip love on them and tell them goodbye for two weeks I'll be back in a week I'll be back in whenever I'm going to be taking a trip with my girlfriend next uh, year and we are going to go do some things that my husband has no interest in doing and ever since I took the trip to England it really opened my eyes that I am okay on my own because I've always been on my own but then you get into a partnership and you think you're just you're part of that I'm, I'm just we're part of Keith and Shelly well do you know what still Shelly still an individual still have my own needs and Keith and I have very different ideas of where we like to spend our money and on what brings us enjoyment we we were on the same page for a long time but that page is very different right now it's not a bad thing it's just there's no reason for someone to be sitting at home feeling bitter my husband fishes four to six times a year goes away on weekends he gets to travel for work he comes home he doesn't want to travel he doesn't want to go out for dinner I do so I'm going to go to Vegas for four nights and I'm going to let someone else cook for me someone else make my bed I'm going to sit and read and I am not going to work this week my clients have known I'm going away for two weeks and if one of them bother if any of my clients are listening to this and you bug me this week I will have your guts for garters <laughs> nobody will everyone's looked after so try new things think outside the box do for yourself 
but do it with love. That's the, maybe that's just how I'll end this. Don't be doing things out of spite and anger and payback. That's not benefiting yourself and it's not serving anybody else. Have a great day, everyone. I'll be back in a week and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you liked best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.